Welcome back to the second episode of the Grass Volleyball Podcast. My name is Ned Batchison, and throughout my you know normal week for me, 9 to 5, I talk to customers all day on the phone, but obviously in my off time, I'm super passionate about grass volleyball. I'm the owner, founder of Pittsburgh Grass Volleyball here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where we do grass volleyball leagues, tournaments, pickup. But the whole idea of this podcast is to bring together a couple things I'm passionate about. Talking to people in grass volleyball. So, you know, talking to people about grass volleyball. You know, I don't think grass volleyball gets the love that it, you know, truly deserves. I think Ken Cass, the founder, tournament director of the Pottstown Rumble, told a really, you know, gave a really good analogy in the first conversation that we had related to the Association of Tennis Professionals, the ATP. Now, you know, those guys and ladies play on grass, they play on hard court, they play on clay, but if you look at a group like the AVP, you know, it's sand and sand only. You know, they they barely acknowledge grass as a thing. And you might ask yourself, you know, why? And uh, I don't know that anybody has a, a good answer for that. But, you know, you probably saw last year the AVP started acknowledging grass volleyball. I think you saw, you know, Ken Cass was invited to the Manhattan um, tournament, you know, last year, but, you know, we still obviously have a long way to go. So, but, but it is, you know, really good to see that the AVP is starting to acknowledge grass volleyball, but yeah, the, the you know, really the, the other main point of the podcast here is just to help tell the story of grass volleyball, help raise the visibility and help to make it, you know, you know, more, more mainstream. And, you know, I, I want to have people to have on the podcast, to have conversations, you know, people that are dedicated you know, that have dedicated a lot of their lives to doing, doing the same with grass volleyball. So today's conversation is with TJ Poletic. TJ, you know, truly is a pioneer of the idea of competitive grass volleyball in the Pittsburgh area. He's one of the earliest adopters that I am aware of in, in the Pittsburgh area of grass volleyball. He's one of the most experienced grass volleyball players that I, I personally know as well. He happens actually to be one of my best friends. Now, TJ's played in something like 150 grass tournaments, which is an astounding number over his 14-year career. He started playing in 2006. So he, cer- you know, he certainly has a, a you know, good story to tell. And you know, throughout the conversation, we talk about some of the best players we've played against, some of TJ's proudest moments. We take some, some quote-unquote fan questions that you guys might get a kick out of from you know, some of the people that I, I cherry-picked to... To, to pick questions from and you know TJ's from Pittsburgh obviously as I mentioned but he lives in South Carolina currently so another interesting thing we talk about is you know what's different about the game in Pittsburgh than it is about South Carolina you know some of the big tournaments that go on there it's just a really you know really fun conversation catching up with TJ TJ as I said he's one of, you know one of my best friends just you know, really fun to sit down and t- have a you know, thorough conversation about something that we're both passionate about, grass volleyball. So, yeah, with that, guys, I hope you enjoy. For anybody that listened to the the first podcast that I did, it was with Ken Cass, the founder, tournament director of the Pottstown Rumble. But we brought up a story about you forgetting the keys. So I just wanted to to ask you if you had any uh, anything you wanted to say did you have any any rebuttal to that story I think you had a funny text actually to me after we we talked about it yeah no I mean there's no real story I forgot the keys but I believe 
we took my mom's car instead of my Mustang because it had more room. So I had her keys and my college like apartment key was on my key set, which was at home. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. But I definitely forgot the keys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Never. Yeah. I'll never forget uh, getting to Colleen's at four five, six in the morning or whatever time it was, you know, when oh, yeah. the sun was coming up and I know I talked about this already, but just, uh, you know, the fact that I think Colleen gave us an hour or two to sleep and then it was like, nope, we got to go. It's Wednesday morning. We got to go set up for the rumble. Yep. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> so that was fun. But um, yeah, man, I, I just, I, I wanted to say thanks for doing this. Hopefully this is, hopefully this will turn out good. Uh, I think it'll be fun. Fun thing for us to do. I know we always, you know, we talk frequently and talk volleyball frequently, but definitely have some things um, on the agenda that we don't always talk about or haven't talked about before. So yeah, I was kind of like reflecting um, on our friendship and like your significance to grass volleyball. And I, I, you know, before doing this and I pretty much came to the conclusion that if you're not the guy um, you're, you're at least one of the guys that brought competitive grass volleyball to Pittsburgh. So I don't, how do you feel about that statement? <laughs> I, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm the guy. I mean, maybe I help, but it, it's definitely pretty cool. Cause I mean, you're already turning into such a big thing with this tournament. I know we talked for oh years about having the tournament and you're actually doing it, which is awesome. Yeah, man. Like I, I, I feel like you, I feel like you really were a pioneer like not in the sense of, you know, starting a tournament or anything like that, but you were like a pioneer just of the like idea of, of grass volleyball and bringing that here. And I, I feel like I have a good reason why too. Um, like what, what year, what, what year did you first go to the rumble? Do you remember what, what, what year did you first? Uh, I think and this is a guess, but I want to say it was around like 2006, 2000, like around 2006, I would say. 2006. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, so yeah, how like how many people from Pittsburgh? And I, I know it's harder too because social media. I feel like Facebook was like, yeah, just starting and, and not maybe just starting, but just just getting popular at that point. But do you do you have any recollection or any idea if there were any other Pittsburgh people that went out to the Rumble at that point? I mean, I feel like there can't be that many. No, I don't think there was. I think. Uh... Daniel Sprue, if I'm, I think I was, yeah, he, I think he knew about it, but I don't know if he's ever went. Uh, one of Dan's, you know, friends in yeah. IT. Sprue. Dan Sprue. Yeah. I'm not sure about anybody else. No, I mean, that tournament's so big, though, they could have been there, and I just wouldn't have seen them. Yeah, because I've even talked to Ken recently, and he still doesn't think, like, I don't know if, if cause I think they have, like, an electronic um, registration system now, so he probably doesn't see you know, who's actually registering, but he, he still doesn't think that there's a large Pittsburgh following that, that comes. So that, that's kind of why I, I had that thought of, you know, you being a pioneer just because um, back in 06, I feel like nobody knew about the rumble, um, especially from Pittsburgh. And you, I feel like you have to be at least one of the first people to start going from the rumble out there and, yeah. and, and bring it back. So um, yeah, you know, and, and like you said, um, you know, you, you kind of started it here and, and I kind of took it and ran with it a little bit. So you know, none of what I would, would, 
you know, none of what I would be doing now um, would be around if it wasn't for you, seriously. So it's pretty crazy, man, isn't it? Oh, it definitely is. And I, I appreciate you saying that. Like I said, I remember, I think the first time I brought that grass net down, you guys were <laughs> all about sand, did not want to leave the sand courts. <laughs> oh my, dude. Like, I don't, I don't know what it is about sand in Pittsburgh. It's just, it's still, you know, still something that we fight, fight against, but it, it probably took you a lot of uh, convincing to get me over to, to play grass. And I finally did. And like, there's something about sand. It's probably the same for you. Something about sand that like, I, I don't know if like my footwork isn't good, but I just never felt comfortable playing sand volleyball. It was never, I mean, it was fun. It was something to do, but it was never that fun. So the first time you got me to play grass, this was like, you know, like a light bulb went off, like, um, Oh, you can like jump and move around. And this is, this is epic, (laughs) you know, but, um, but yeah, man, uh, like I said, I just want to say thanks. Thanks for doing this. Um, so, you know, I do want to talk about, because I think one of the other really interesting things about you, you know, out, outside of our friendship, obviously, but like if, you know, other grass volleyball p- people are listening to this, I, th- I feel like you're one of the most experienced, like seasoned grass volleyball players that I know. I'll see, so now you're saying I'm old. Now uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe <laughs> a little bit, but um, it, it, you know, it goes back to that point of if you started going out to the rumble in 2006, it's 20, you know, 2019 now or 2020. Um, you certainly have a lot of grass volleyball games under your belt. <laughs> that's, I guess that's the point that I'm trying to make. Yeah, no, definitely. But yeah, at, at some point, um, you know, throughout this conversation, I, I actually want to try to, to, I mean, maybe we could even try to do that now. Um, try, try to estimate how many grass volleyball games, or maybe even let's start with tournaments you've played in. So if you started playing in 2006, would I you mean, just go out to the rumble or were you playing another, uh, other tournaments? When I started, um, well, I mean, as you know, I started when I was in Chippensburg. And I started playing, and I think after – the first time I ever did was Chris Ho's uh, Sports Fest, the Allentown Sports Fest. Um, we did that tournament. I, I loved it. I probably still have pictures from when I was, like, uh, horribly uncoordinated. Um, <laughs> but I started going out. I, you might even remember the summers, but I would drive out almost every weekend that I could. I mean, it's a long ride, four or five hours from Pittsburgh, but, oh, they were a blast. And, I mean – I had some friends out there. I mean, at the time, like I said, Brooke was teaching me how to play. So I would stay with her, but we, I think we played every tournament we could. And when I was in college leagues and stuff. So, I mean, to give you a get, I, it would essentially how many weekends are in the summer. Cause I was playing <laughs> almost every one of them. Yeah. When did tournaments start? Cause they do like, they do tournaments the middle to end of May, right? June, July. And then the last couple ones are, are like the smash in August. Right. Yeah, yeah. And that's, I mean, yeah, definitely up there. <laughs> Down here, they start a little earlier and end a little later. Yeah, right. So what would that be? June, uh, July, and then maybe that's, I guess that's three whole months of of yeah. play. So maybe 12 tournaments, something like that. Yep. Yeah, well, um, I usually play both days. So. <laughs> 12, yeah, that, that's a good point, too. So you're playing 12 tournaments, but both days. And yeah, dude, I, I do remember 
um because you know i i love grass volleyball too but you were just like yeah i'm heading out east again like pretty much every weekend it was just insane that you would drive i mean how how long is it again four hours at least to get to anything out there yeah, it's four to five depending on where you're going yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah were there years that you would drive out to every single tournament i mean then? When I lived out there, because I know, like, I stayed out there, I lived actually with Kenny for a little while, but when I was living out that way, um, I definitely, it was a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> I would do almost everyone. I mean, work would be probably the only thing getting in my way. Yep, that makes sense. I, I meant to, to uh, talk a little bit about your, your background, some questions that yeah. I don't even know, and I forgot to bring that up um, before we actually fully jump into all yeah. the grass stuff, but you, the grass stuff, I should say um you obviously grew up in south park yep. graduated you're three years older than me so you're you were 2003 that's correct i was 06 yeah um how did you guys end up there I, I it's funny we've known each other for so long i've never i don't think i've ever asked you are your parents from south park how did you guys yeah, end well, up my, there? my mom's actually from bethel so same place as you um my dad's lived in south park though most of his life and um so yeah i was born and raised there my whole life same house I don't think I knew that your mom was from Bethel. So that's nope. oh, yeah. she, sad uh, and crazy. <laughs> <laughs> now she actually was a big track star. Uh, we went to one of the Baldwin Invitationals when I was in uh, high school and one of her records was still up there. Wow. <laughs> what was it? Do you remember what the record was? It was a four, it was a four person relay. I want to say mm. like four by four or four, something like that, but it was a relay. That's funny, man. Yeah. Speaking of high school sports, you, you didn't do any volleyball, right? You think no. you're mainly, mainly wrestling? I, I did almost pretty much everything else. Uh, wrestling, cross country, track. Uh, I even played water polo. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I did that for three years. I don't think I knew that. No, huh? Any, did, did any of the sports that you played in high school, like wrestling, anything like that, does any of those translate to volleyball or grass volleyball? Anything that you can pull from, you know, what you learned then into, you know, um, grass volleyball today? I mean, I don't know if I'd say what I learned. I mean, other than just like hard work is with wrestling. I mean, we, we killed ourselves. I mean, I've had days, just a one day, two hour practice where I've lost 10 pounds, you know, <laughs> right mm. around. Um, so I just think endurance, like that, that's the thing with doubles. I mean, you know, it, people oh, tire gosh. out. If you can outlast the other person, you pretty much got it. That's a really good point. At, at some point uh, I owned a Fitbit at, at one time. I think it would be really interesting. I don't know if any other grass volleyball players out there, whenever they listen to this, have done this. But to, to keep track, you know, play in a tournament like the Rumble and just keep track of how many steps you take. Is, do you think it's like an my, – my theory is it's equivalent to like running a marathon, but maybe it's maybe huge. I'm overstating. I don't know. I have done that, and I can't remember the steps. It wasn't a, the Rumble or anything, so it wasn't as big. Uh, Rumble would be more steps. But I want to say somewhere around like 40,000, 50,000. Like I said, and that was just for okay. a smaller one around here. but. And I could be way up with those numbers. That's what I'm thinking though right now. Cause I've done okay. It. That makes sense. Um, so yeah, you graduated from South Park and then you ended up in going to Shippensburg. How, how did you, I don't even know that I remember that story either. Why or how did you end up in Shippensburg, which is for people that don't know, it's like three hours East, right? Of- yeah. Yeah. Three, three hours. Um, I checked out a few schools. I know I had a partial scholarship to Teal university up uh, like near Pomatumi or up towards Erie. Um, but we wanted to check out Shippensburg because that's where actually it's kind of funny. I mentioned my mom. 
but that's where like states were for uh, high school for track and cross country and all that stuff. So she knew the school from going there from previous years when she was in high school. So we went to check it out and uh, it was just, it was nice. I mean, wasn't too far from home, wasn't too close, uh, nice campus. I mean, I don't know exactly the reason. I knew they were really good in teaching because I originally wanted to go for elementary ed. Uh, so I mean, that was another factor, but it all just kind of worked out and that's where I ended up going. Yeah. And that's where you first like met Brooke and started playing grass, right? But did you, did you start by playing sand? Like, it was actually like most sand. People? There was a sand volleyball courts. They have, I want to say four sets. So there's like eight nets throughout the campus, sand volleyball. And, um, you know, between classes or after class or whatever, we'd go out and play. And like, I was, I was one of the people beach volleyball, both hands hitting it over the, you know, I just was horrible. But I remember playing, and I don't even know why she exactly decided to show me something, but she started teaching me a little bit. And, like, with me, with anything I get into, I try to get into it 110%. Like, with pool, when I used to pool, I got into that big time. And um, so I just – I guess I kept asking questions, asking her to show me, and turned out she started doing, like, even to a point where she'd do drills with me. So were you, you were just doing sand then? It wasn't, it wasn't grass at all? No, no, it was just sand. Um, I then went from there and I joined the club team at the college and uh, even helped out the women's team a little bit, pretty much just any chance I got to learn a little bit more. And then um, after that, you know, uh, she introduced me to a, a grass tournament, just wanted to know if I wanted to play. And I thought, yeah, sure. What the hell? Let's go do it. And the first one you did was with, was it with her? You yes. said it was Chris, Chris Ho's tournament? Yeah, it was Chris Ho's tournament. Uh, I still remember bits and pieces of that tournament. I, I know I have a video around here where there's one play and I'm, I'm just running around aimlessly. I didn't know what I was doing, but the ball comes over and she does some kind of dive and she puts the ball over the net and they get it and set each other. And I'm still running around. They hit it to another spot and she gets it and it goes over the net like three or four times. She does this. Alex, I'm just in the court somewhere. And at one point I jump because the ball was tight to that. So I jump and my side hits the net and they get the point after she did all that work. I remember her just yelling and running at me. And I believe it's on video somewhere. That's awesome. Yeah. I recall it at, um, watching some old old grass videos, grass volleyball videos of you at your house in South oh, yeah. Park. I don't remember who took them or when they were, but yeah, I, I recall recall watching those. But yeah, dude, Brooke. You know, obviously we could talk about Brooke for a long time. She was incredible, um, oh, incredible player. Do you attribute? I mean, she must have been an awesome teacher because I feel like, you know, for you starting to play volleyball so late in life, right? You started, was that, was that your freshman year that you guys uh, met? Well, I, I mean, like I said, it was probably my freshman year is when I started playing, but I did go to community college for a year. So I would have probably been right around 20, 19, 20, because get out of high school at 18. So I'm assuming 19 or 20. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I guess the point I was trying to make is, you know, for you starting so late, in life playing and I, I started later too but not you know definitely not as late as you um you know you obviously ended up being you know still are a, a fantastic grass doubles player so it's just really really cool how much do you think that you know it was brooks teaching of of oh. the basics and stuff to you that you a know, lot of, i mean you? i can attribute almost all of it because it means like i said she she was a great player but also just like the way that she could teach very well. I mean, she coached for a little uh, while, but she knew, I guess, from what you're doing or what you're like, how you're positioned, she could tell you what you're doing wrong. Uh, I 
can remember her calling me one time to while Penn State's playing, and she's yelling it, <laughs> basically saying the Penn State libero's in the wrong place. You could tell by, like, the hitter's hand. Like, she – yeah, but she taught me pretty much, I want to say everything. Everything – I mean, I may pick up things from, like, watching and playing against people, but all the basics and the reason I'm playing, uh, definitely because of her. So, yeah. it's, it's her fault I'm obsessed with it. We'll blame her. <laughs> Well, yeah, like I said, man, she, she did a, she did a heck of a job. Um, you know, just again, cause how late you started, but how, um, quickly you went up the ranks in terms of, you know, how good you got. So yeah, shout out to Brooke. Yeah, definitely. But, um, yeah, it's funny you brought up Chris. So I, I, I reached out to, um, you know, just some of the, the, important grass volleyball folks like some of you know some of our friends some of our people and I reached out to Chris and I said Chris I'm I'm having a conversation with TJ and you want me to say anything to uh to TJ for you and he you know he he said he he wanted to you know just say hi and he said he called you the great bagger of sand so I don't, <laughs> I don't know if you have any comments back to uh to Chris there but yeah he well I wasn't his worst one but no, there was there was definitely some tournaments, even with Brooke. A lot of times with Brooke, we play up. But I know starting out, we uh, we started out in double B, played well, and uh, we won some tournaments. And I, I think I don't even know how many whatever it was later. But there was one tournament we were playing, and he flat out told us he's like, I don't care if you play with your grandma, you're playing A or double A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like, and for me though, I don't. A lot of the times I played though B was more or less if I just was playing with somebody new and I, I'm not going to name it. I don't even really remember a lot of people, but somebody asked me to play and I'd tell them sign us up for whatever they want. I mean, I, I did it to have fun. I wasn't one of the people that I wanted to win everything or whatever. I just, I play cause I have fun. Well, the problem is you win too much too. <laughs> uh, you, I'm getting old now. <laughs> then Chris starts noticing you, but yeah, his, yeah. his, his funny comment was like, ah, oh, I just remember him playing double B and winning double B like, you know, every tournament forever and always playing double B. But um, yeah, man, to, to back you up though, I think there were years, I mean, obviously you and I won a at the rumble. So, um, you know, at some point you, you took your talents beyond double B. So there's that, there's that Chris, you know, but. Which, which I think actually was funny. Didn't the year before we played double B and we didn't even make it off our net. And the next year we thought, well, we're playing better. Let's just play A. So we went from not even coming off our net, I think, to winning A in the Rumble. Yeah, so I don't, I don't even know that I explained this to anybody or everybody. But, yeah, TJ has been my longtime grass doubles partner. We started playing in 2008 was our first year. Um, you know, we've played, I think, eight out of 11 years over the last, you know, however many years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, we started in 08 and then we, we played double B. We didn't even make it off of our net to playoffs in double B. And then I did a, a study abroad trip in 2009. So I, I didn't attend in 2009. I don't, I don't remember. Did you end up playing yeah, or playing I, with somebody? I played then? with a friend of mine, Josh, Josh Morgan. He's, uh, he's from Pittsburgh. I can't remember. I, I want to say he went to Clarion, but I could be wrong with that. He went to college around there. Yeah. But, yeah, but we went out and played. Yeah, I feel like for us, it just, um, you know, there were some years where you and I just played every weekend in the summer together. So we just had a lot of, a lot of practice. You know, I, I feel like that, you know, the year, especially 2010, the year that we played the most together, we ended up doing the best. I don't think it's a coincidence, you know, that we did as well as we did then, right? But oh, absolutely not, yeah. 
Yeah. It's a lot of people attribute it like, you know, get the best player, get the best this. A lot of people overlook the fact that if you're used to playing with somebody and you're used to that partner, you, you'll pl- I mean, I, don't, I think that was one thing with me and Brooke. We were never the best players out there, but we played with each other so much. It, I mean, I wouldn't need to call anything. She would know where I'm at, where to set me, and, and vice versa. So it just you, you learn each other and how they play, and you play a lot better that way. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like you, both of you guys were, were um, really big hustlers, too. I feel like if there's a word or two to, to describe your game, I feel like hustle is, is one of them. And I think that's the same for Brooke. I mean, I yeah. remember as much as you do, but – yeah um so yeah you started playing at chip with brooke and then um you did end up moving out east yeah I, at um, some point so you, you you know you obviously you graduated in in what 2008. 2008 then you came home to pittsburgh and then you ended up moving out to out east and mm-hmm. i think you said you lived with kenny at one point well, you lived yeah. in like exton and phoenixville and some other places yeah. right when i moved out there originally um for the first month i moved in with colleen because she uh was talking to me about a job and told me that she has her apartment uh you know like just i think she was actually at the end of her lease and basically said like the last month she's there until she's moving in with somebody but one know if you know i wanted to come out and stay with her until i found a place so i went out her with a month for, for the month i'm sorry and then um i found a place I want to say that was in Pottstown. Uh, lived there for a little while until I moved into um, uh, where did I go? Into I don't I want to say I moved from there to Phoenixville, but um, but yeah, I jumped around a little bit out there. Just you know, every time the lease was ending, looking for something somewhere I liked, and and Pottstown's I don't know, it's not too busy, but it is really nice and doesn't hurt. It's right next to the Rumble. And you you did move out there like one of your main reasons was was the grass scene right to be to be close to grass volleyball i graduated like i went for elementary ed but i graduated with a sociology degree um one of the reasons yeah i mean i did like going out there all the time for the volleyball but the other reason was um i got like i said a job offer for working with uh just children like with autism or other kind of uh i guess you can say mental illnesses and stuff but i did that as a tss for i want to say a year and a half two years and ended up uh, jumping onto another job where I started like the door-to-door stuff and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, I totally forgot about that because that was Rachel, uh, Rachel, my wife. Yeah. That was um, that was one of her roles at some point. So she's you know she's in the mental health uh, field too. But um, how how many years did you live out east before you ended up um, going down to South Carolina? Um, Just a couple well, about four years ago I moved down here so I mean that's what 2016 and mm-hmm. if I was out there around 2009 I probably like six or seven years I mean I probably around six or seven yeah you lived out east for six or seven years that's what it sounds like I mean because if I moved Damn. 2008 I moved back home from college 2009 like within the year I moved back out east so from 2009 till about 2016 wow yeah. and you think you <laughs> You think you played in a grass tournament pretty much every weekend that they had a week that that there was a yeah for the most part yeah I would definitely every week I played a few times whether it be a league or just some pickup or a tournament but I don't think there was a week that went by out there we didn't play really yeah 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 
Um, and then, yeah, you ended up moving, uh, as we had kind of alluded to already, you moved to South Carolina somewhat recently, Charleston specifically. Talk a little bit about um, the grass scene there. You know, feel free to shout out any, uh, yeah, I mean, any good tournaments going on there. Is it mainly doubles again? I can't remember. Actually, what, what do they do there? Is it triples? There, there's doubles. Um, actually, there's a tournament coming up. Not this weekend, like not next week, I mean, but the following. Uh, Jasmine's doing that. She's uh, she's doing this thing. It was Chucktown Volleyball. Kind of recently mm-hmm. started, like within the last year or two. Um, but she's doing a lot of tournaments. It's really cool. She's actually talking about starting a doubles league. So that's nice. Um, the, the bigger tournaments down here are like the Crown and the Clash. They're out in Columbia. I know Greenville has some tournaments. But they're in their ride. They're like two hours. I mean, which is nothing to the five. I used to, but... But they're a little bit away. Uh, Jasmine's are like right down here. But um, but no, it's like honestly, anywhere I go, um, volleyball. I don't know. The volleyball scene just seems so relaxed. Everybody's just down to earth, really chill. I, like I've never seen. I played a lot of sports. I've never seen another sport like this where you can go and literally walk up to any single person there, and you're gonna have just a pleasant conversation and be probably one of the nicest people you meet. Mm-hmm. I, I do like that as far as everything, but. What, what like what um specific names of companies or like tournaments down there you mentioned oh yeah chucktown well chucktown. okay it's chucktown volleyball um there's one they it's well it's in greenville it's called pafuka um they do those i want to say once a month mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be honest probably gonna get a lot of these names wrong but um they have the clash and the crown which are in columbia um i said i'm gonna i know i'm missing a couple here but I mean, they have some sand courts. Those ones, though, um, there's a it's like a tri tri county or a Charleston tri county area, like page on Facebook where they list them all. Um, and mm-hmm. I know this year, uh, the gentleman named Frank, he runs some tournaments down here, and uh, he was going to uh, host nationals, grass nationals this year in October. I don't know if it's still happening or not because of everything going on. Oh no way! Yeah, so he's gonna. Last year it was in Tennessee. I want to say, and uh, this year it's going to be down in Greenville. Oh, Greenville hmm. or Columbia, yeah. I can't remember if I saw that or not. I may have. I'll send you a link. Like I said, I yeah. I, I could be, like I said, off on all this stuff. Uh, well, you know me. I'm As far as planning, I'm horrible. I rely <laughs> on some of the other people, like Freddie, who I play with. I'll rely on him to tell me when the dates are. I probably, I probably asked two or three times before the tournament, like, what day is it again? Yeah. That doesn't sound like you at all. Yeah, right. <laughs> cool man yeah just curious how the how the scene is out yeah, there i yes. mean going going from out you know eastern pennsylvania going anywhere i guess the scene is going to be not as good you know anywhere right but um, well, it's, still pretty there's, good it, there's good I, and i am sorry to anyone south Carolina listening but like uh, pennsylvania it's some of the toughest talent i've seen like you know when you get to you know like the rumble and the sports fest and things like that that's some of the best competition i've seen personally um, there are really good players down here. Actually, a name you remember, we played against him up in the Rumble, uh, Brubaker. Oh, really? He lives down there I, now. I saw him down here. Yeah, he lives down here. Yeah. I, I just remember we played him the one tournament. I think he ended up winning, so we didn't feel too bad losing to him. <laughs> yeah, I think it was him and his cousin. I can't remember what, what year that was. We, uh, we, hey, we took, I think we took a game off them, and you know, I think we split. You know, we took yeah, a game off them. So, but, um, but, you know, proud of like, that, but. There's definitely good talent um, down here. It just – some days, like, for the the crown, the second tournament they do that big one, 
that's in July. It down here, you're looking at like 90 degrees or higher would be like night. I mean, when it's it's ridiculous the temperature it is. So I think that deters a lot of people from going. But it's so darn hot out in <laughs> eastern Pennsylvania too that like, I mean that you know just playing there so much you know yeah. going going to, going to South Carolina and playing it's probably not that big of a difference honestly right. Uh, I mean we're we're playing into like I said I think the last tournament that they ran down here I'd have to look I know they had them through October I mean I like. I want to say they might even had one through November or something like that, but uh, they it gets hot and humid down here because you're right by the beach, mm. so you're it's incredibly humid and oh, it's bad. I, okay, I mean, humid I, makes sense. Yeah, so yeah. in terms of temperature, uh, sameness, it's probably about the same as Eastern. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Eastern, probably yeah, a little higher, but. but around the same. Yeah, we'll go with that. Mm-hmm. Cool. But, uh, I know Jess, Jess one time went to the tournament just watching and. Um, and she she was completely dehydrated, and that was sitting under a tent with uh, Freddie, one guy I mentioned. He made a little, like, mister in the tent and brought, like, frozen, like, Gatorade. So it was, like, a little ice pops. Like, we we had everything prepared for that thing, that tournament. And she was over here. We had to actually go to the hospital afterwards so she can get some fluids. Oh, wow. She was that dehydrated. Jeez. Well, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, a little bit, actually, I just thought a little bit about the tournament. I will shout out Freddie and Keenan for that one. It was triples. A lot of tournaments are triples down here. And we were in the finals. And it was me, Freddie, and, and Keenan. And she, like, was throwing up. She just she just started feeling really bad. So I had to leave. And you know me. I've never left tournament. But obviously, that takes precedent. Well, they ended up in the finals with two people versus three winning the whole thing. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. I say, well, I, shout I, out I, to Freddie. That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, speaking of um, just something you brought up before, it, it's funny you brought up Brubaker because I, I, I was just thinking about um, before we had this conversation, like who were some of the best people I've played against? And he's, you know, he definitely makes a list for me, you know, just considering how much experience you had and how long you've played. You have any uh, – any specific, you know, men's or women's, you know, co-ed counts too, for sure. Any, any specific men or women you want to call out as some of the best people you've played against? I mean, it, there, <laughs> there's a lot. Um, one of the people that I do remember playing that it just kind of like jaw dropping, which I guess I shouldn't have been that surprised, but uh, was Roberta whole house played her in a tournament in E town. I remember Elizabeth town. Uh, she was playing with a guy from Junietta, uh, I just remember me and Brooke playing and watching her. Uh, I believe it was Eric Clement just crushes a ball almost straight down. She dives forward, pops it up, <laughs> and then smacks one down back at the like it just. Yeah, like I said, that it was pretty amazing. We ended up making it. Me and Brooke took second, but we lost to them to uh, Roberta and I don't know her partner's name. I just I remember somebody being from Junietta, but um, mm. but I mean even Eric Clemens himself. I think he was playing with Kristen Decker always. I mean. You, you can look at a lot of names there. I mean, you know, well, Dante and all that. That's up in Pennsylvania that you would know. I mean, down here, mm -hmm. a whole other list. Um, <laughs> Keenan, the guy I was playing with, I told you about, he's probably one of the people that I say, even in my prime, is better at defense than me. With that, oh, really? Question. Yeah. Yeah, there's, I mean. Well, like he must be pretty damn good then. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, there's just, there's, there's a lot to mention. And I said, I, I know I'm leaving out a ton. 
Yeah. That's probably because I don't want to name a bunch and leave out one or two, and then I'll be in more trouble. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, man, you, you, you're definitely calling out some of, like, the most winningest, um, at least female players um, in Rumble history. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Kristen and Roberta. Um, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, for me, it's, it's uh, I don't play that much co-ed. So for me, you know, it was Brubaker. Um, well, Chris, Chris Warman and I, we played the Smash. We actually it was, what, what year was it specifically? Um, okay, it was 2016. Chris, Chris Warman and I came third, fourth in Double A in the Smash. Okay. Awesome. So we decided to try Open the next year and. Um, the number one team in our pool was Derek, Derek Smith okay. yeah. and Dante. Okay. Um, and yeah, the, you know, they're definitely some of the best players that I've played against. Derek has this cut shot that like, <laughs> I don't even know if I'm using the right term cut shot, but like he, you know, he could always hit the back corner, you know, every, every single time it was like impossible. I could, you know, I could never block it and I could never, I could oh. never get to it as a defender. So. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, a couple, you know, Derek specifically comes to mind. Justin comes to mind. How about in terms of like people you've played with, other, you know, other than me, please. Oh, well, you know, no, I mean, you, you carry me some torments. I actually, that year we won, I will never stop telling that story about how you're telling me your legs are dead. You can't jump. And I think it was like two plays later. I, I dove at the net, popped something straight up. Next thing I know, you pounded this ball straight down. I swear it almost hit me in the head. It was that straight down. <laughs> I don't know how you pulled that. That was in the championship match. Oh, my. Yeah, that's a whole other story we'll have to get into at some point. But um, oh, no, yeah, so other, <laughs> other than me. And <laughs> yes, other than you. Definitely no, Brooke probably makes a list. But what about in terms of other, yeah. other guys? Yeah, she definitely makes a list. As far as, like, defense, you know, she's – I, I don't know anybody that tops her. I mean, there there may be a few out there and like that. But when she was, like, playing having fun, yeah, it's, she was unstoppable. Um, as far as other players, like, Trevor's one that you know. And I, I love playing with Trevor. I, I feel like I'm going to name more people that I, like, just like having, like playing with. But uh, mm-hmm. Trevor, awesome player. I uh, mean, you know, lefty, so that huge advantage for him. But he, I mean, he gets up. His defense isn't what you would normally see from a hitter, uh, sometimes unconventional. But uh, – but, you know, like I said, I, I've been playing with him. He was the first guy I ever played a doubles tournament with. And it was – we were matched up, like, just from a friend, a mutual friend. I believe it was Terry. who He, went, he lived in Shippensburg. Anywho, uh, we showed up the tournament. We started warming up. It was the first tournament of the year, I think, so it was a little cold. Do you remember right what tournament it was? Huh? Do you remember what tournament it was that you and Trev first played? It was, Chris. it was one of Chris's. Chris's tournaments oh, okay. were probably the ones we did the most – um, I don't know which one it was. It was somewhere up in Horsham. But I do remember that uh, when we were done warming up and we took our like hoodies off so we could play, and, you know, T-shirts or whatnot, we were wearing somehow the exact same shirt, first time ever meeting. That's hilarious. Yeah, it was kind of funny. It was a red, it was a red like uh, volleyball shirt or whatever. But yeah, it was, it was definitely a funny story. And ever since I met him, we play together here and there, but just good friends. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I reached out to uh, Trev was on my list too. So whenever I, I, I told Trev that you and I were going to have this conversation, his uh, his one burning question was, will TJ ever bring his uh, game back to the pool to defend his 1v1 
pool volleyball championship. Talk about that, man. That was fun. Yes. Uh, we were at his house and we were, um, just playing in the pool volleyball, whatever. Uh, probably it was probably the night before or after tournament, but, um, we started messing around with like, you know, one of them just Walmart. It, it had Wolverine on it, I believe. And we set up a net and it was windy out. So the, the best shot you had was just smacking it up as high as you can, hoping the wind would mess with it. But uh, it was, and with Trevor, he, well, you know, he always jokes. And I think he was saying whoever wins gets to take the ball home with them or, or whatnot. Did you end up taking it home? I don't remember. No, no, no. He still has that ball. But we do joke about playing a lot for it. I think he even said <laughs> with his uh, nieces, he even said he has another, like a maybe a Elsa or a fr- frozen ball that we could play for or something like that. Yeah. But now we. Yeah, we, we had some fun. Like I said, I remember playing in that pool and even just around his house. I think it's his parents' house, too, not his house. His house is, like, down the road a little bit. Yeah, man, the sky balls were uh, – they were working that day with how how windy it was. Oh, but, yeah. dude, I think that was – I think that was maybe after the Rumble. Maybe Trev wasn't playing or something like that. I don't remember. I don't know for sure. Yeah, it, it, yeah. There's, like, nothing better, man, after – after playing, you know, the rumble all day to come, come into a pool and, and jump into, um, you know, it's just, oh, so re- sure. just so refreshing. I just remember you know, going to Trev's parents' house all the time and mm-hmm. doing that. But um, let's see. So what is, hmm, what, what do you think, like looking back at, like uh, some of the first years that you've attended the Rumble. Do you have any like specific recollections, anything that you remember about the game or anything that you think maybe is significantly different then than it is now? Anything come to mind? Well, with the, with the Rumble specifically, not really. They try to keep that as like original old school rules as possible. I mean, the rules haven't really changed there in years. Uh, they even have that big blow up guy that has the, the new rules in his hand, he's squeezing it. Um, it's a good point. So I like for there, as far as rules, I really haven't seen much change. Um, in other tournaments, there are a lot of people that try to try to change the rules to go with everything that's going on. Like, I mean, right now they're like not calling, if it's not calling doubles, or I know for a little while they were not calling nets unless it was part of the top like three inches of net or whatever it was. Um, and I, I've had tournaments where I played where they do stuff like that, or they incorporate like the the block as a touch or side out scoring things like that and they're nice but I think that really the reason that the game's changed like that is because it's on tv they're trying to make it end quicker I like the rumble because you could play and get your money's worth you find out you know who is the better player not who what team didn't miss the most serves mm-hmm. yeah that's that's pretty much the exact point Kenny was making about uh you know grass grass versus sand but what, what what do they do? What what are the rules in South Carolina? They follow old school or do they do new school? Uh, or is it a little bit uh, of everything? Yeah, I would say a mix. Like when they play um when they play triples, usually they're gonna count I if I'm not mistaken, they're counting the uh the block as a touch, which that I can understand. There's three people on the court, you know, it's a little bit different. Um I have seen I've played a couple tournaments where they do doubles and the block counts as a touch. There is um all of the scoring in every tournament I played down here is, is rally scoring. Uh, oh, I really? To play a side out scoring, yeah, tournament down here. And I mean, I think it's just because, you know, 
you look at the beach or, you know, like ABP and everything like that one was, it was side out score, or it was, um, sorry, rally scoring. So that's what everybody wanted to make their tournament into. Also, just end a little early. I mean, if you're, a, well, I guess I can speak with you too. You're a tournament director, you know, and you side out scoring and that tournament goes all day and maybe you don't have the lights or you don't have the, the field for, you know, certain amount. You have to be out of there by a certain time. In that situation, I understand, but it's, and it might even be the players. Players don't want to play that style of scoring because it's tiring, but I, mean, I think it kind of shows you who the better player is. Mm-hmm. Have, have you talked to any of the people that run tournaments, like, about trying to run, you know, old school scoring? I mean, I guess some of those guys or a lot of those guys must come to the Rumble and, and play old school, right? So is there any conversation Maybe, around yeah. I mean, that or like not really? In, uh, we're bringing it up to you guys. I brought up the Rumble a lot. And I get a lot of people that haven't been to it. I mean, there's a good amount that have, but uh, more people haven't been or heard of the Rumble. Uh, there was a girl that I, not last year, but the year before I brought up the Rumble. And um, she actually does, uh, I'll, I'll have to send you because I don't have the link to her, her page, but she does a lot of like, um, I don't want to say documentaries. I can't think of the right word, but she basically writes a lot about volleyball. And I know she wrote um, about like the, the 10 most like, 10 tournaments you have to play in before you die or something like that. And mm-hmm. I was reading that and the rumble's definitely in there and there's some good ones, but she does, she kind of like, I guess like a blogger would be the, the right word for it. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I played with her and she came up to the rumble and played and I mean, she loved it from what she said. Uh, but I haven't really brought up, you know, changing the rules down here. Cause to be honest, I don't know a lot of the tournament directors as well as I knew Kenny or Chris other than like Jasmine. Like I said, I, I know her um, just cause, I met her playing and then she was doing her tournaments. Uh, and then, I mean, and I know you said you didn't want to bring it up, but I don't mind. She did a tournament for Noah um, when he passed and she, well, it was, it was before he passed, but she did a tournament for him, raised a lot of money for like, you know, medical things and things like that. And she's uh, did one for the vets. So it like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of, a lot of good reasons she's done these tournaments. But like I said, I still don't think I have a right to be like, Hey, we should do it this way or that way. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just just curious. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you have a favorite tournament other than the Rumble that, that kind of comes to mind, whether it's out, you know, Eastern PA one or a South Carolina yeah, one or, be, or, or other? My favorite ones would be up north. Uh, I like all the ones down here. I don't have any problems with them. Uh, I just, I mean, I would say the Rumble, probably the Sports Fest, because that was another big one. Um, I remember doing like the Norristown Crush, John Emmel and them doing those tournaments and uh like he moved the field but it was in this nice little area they had like a grill his wife would make some food so so there were mm-hmm. some fun tournaments out there i remember playing with a guy um jamie and uh he we were playing we played open and um the next day he wasn't playing to play but i think we kind of just well you know i'm not a pusher in volleyball at all of course but we kind of talked him into playing so <laughs> he ended up staying there in the bed of his truck he slept there that night and i think i slept in my car before which tournament? It was a the Norristown Crush tournament. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, we played Saturday, and I guess we both kind of just decided spur of the moment there to play Sunday. So, yeah, he slept in the bed of his truck. I slept in my car, and I remember waking up to it drizzling a little bit, and he, he's jumping out of the bed of his truck to get in his car. Wow. <laughs> That's epic. Oh, yeah. Fun times. For sure, man. That's funny you brought up uh, the uh, – the crush actually because i was watching a show recently that takes place in philly and they drove through norristown and i was you know just 
just brought me down memory lane. Absolutely. Even though I've never even actually been to the Norristown Crush, you know, it's just stories and I've heard of it before. So yeah, no, they're. I mean, the, that's like the I guess the three tournaments I the three main ones. It was always like Chris's big one. Chris Ho's big tournament was the Sports Fest. Uh, obviously, the Rumble was just you know number one for everybody. And then uh, Norristown Crush was the big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Susquehanna Smash obviously came in. I the first couple of years I played that didn't exist, and then they they started it. So now it's it's one of the big ones out there. But yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, you and I have played in in the Smash before. Can't remember what That's years, right. year, yep. years exactly, but. <laughs> um. So Seth Cass had a good question for you. Okay, I can't wait for the next. <laughs> <laughs> no, he just wanted to know if you had any any good memories or any good stories to tell about setting up at the Rumble and any any thoughts around that. I mean, setting up the Rumble is always fun. I mean, obviously playing in it is more fun, but. It's a close second. Um, you, I'm sure. You, well, you've done it, so you know. Everybody that sets up for the rumble, and I don't, you know, don't mean to sound cheesy, but it's like like your own big family. Like you can go and joke and talk to anyone there. You know, lunch break comes, they call everyone in. Um, it, it's just, it's a fun time. And you would think setting up near 200, if not over nets, and and that that stupid fencing that nobody likes. <laughs> um, yeah, you the orange fencing and all that stuff but like it's like van and laura and well i mean i could sit here and name all of them but uh it is it's like one big family that like if you go to they remember you they they look for you the next tournament or they you know mm-hmm. people genuinely care and and that i mean that on its own i think is probably my best memory setting up for the rumble i mean there's other like i guess I could probably think of some funny stories where we got like flooded. I think you were there the one year we were out putting either up putting up nets or putting in rebar and it just downpoured on us. And we like tried to race back to the tent. Was, was that the 2015? Um, it, oh, I don't know year what year that, was. I just the remember that we talked about. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, I remember even then we get in there and <laughs> have to hold the tents because at this time we were using the old tents. I know they're using the new ones now that like they, they get, they rent, I guess. But, um, they were using the old ones, which weren't the sturdiest. So, you know, we're sitting there holding poles, holding the tent down while wind's blowing around. But always a good time. It never, it never felt like work. Like volunteering there, it was not work. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, yeah, I, I get that. It's like the camaraderie of meeting everybody and, and yeah. feeling, you know, like you're, you're one group, basically. Yeah. I'm always really appreciative that you included me in helping out because I got to meet, you know, obviously I, w- I wouldn't know Ken or Seth or anybody like that without helping set up. So appreciative of, of you including me in that, you know, that's it's pretty cool. Uh, no problem. Like I said, it's, it's always fun. Yeah. Uh, do you have, do you have any, like, do you have like a proudest moment maybe other than our win that we could talk about another time? <laughs> do you have a, like a, um, like a marquee win that sticks, you know, sticks in your mind, something that you're really proud about? I mean, proud of. There, well, there are some wins. I mean, like one tournament that really sticks out, and it was kind of funny. Um, the, the Rumble always happens in June, and in July is the Sports Fest. So I remember a tournament that, uh, well, at the Rumble, me and Broker Plans could. Our net, like, I mean, and I'm sure you get this from everybody. You talk to any volleyball player, they say their net was the hardest net. They don't, they don't. <laughs> well, of course. Yeah, so Arnett, like, we were literally talking. We had, like, Brett. Um, uh, I don't know if you know Brett, but this uh, – and then Girls China. I think they were playing together. Um, Mitch 
can't remember his last name, but either way, we had, like I said, I'm horrible with names, you know, but we had this net and we're playing, it's just like everybody is neck and neck and like, you know, oh, we'd split this or that and close games. So we were joking that this is the hardest net and come sports fest, you know, sports fest is probably the second biggest tournament out in the out East. And we get all the way down to the finals and the top four, the top four in that tournament were our net at the Rumble. Yeah. It was hilarious. I mean, we ended up, me and Brooke, I think, I know we took second or one. I can't remember. All I know is it was just, it was one of those funny things that, like, holy shit, like, our, our net at the Rumble really was probably one of the harder nets for us all to be placing in the in the sports fest. Mm-hmm. That's uh, really funny that you bring that up because, yeah, <laughs> at every tournament, everyone's always like, you know, exactly like you said, we're the toughest net. You know, the people that won the tournament were in our, were in our yeah. pool. Yeah, it's just funny because that's always – I feel like it's always true, though, too. I don't know. It feels it at the time when, you, when, you, it when you're sleeping on that dad. It feels it. Yeah, man, it really does. Um, so, yeah, outside of marquee wins, proudest moment, any, any other thoughts around any, any of that? No, just – I mean, I, like I said, I have a lot, of, a lot of good memories of volleyball, and I don't – I guess it's harder to think of – Bad memory. I don't have any like bad memories. I have, I don't know. I'm, I'm even thinking like right now, like me and Jess are playing a little bit. We played a couple tournaments already. Um, we, and not that it was a big tournament, we did win one. <laughs> but nice. like, um, but it was, I mean, it was like, I think they kind of threw us into, uh, into it like double B or into B and combined it with double B, something like that. So, I mean, it, you could tell people weren't really going on at it, but we played the next tournament after that where we just signed up and played double B. And I mean, you know her, she's just learning, mm-hmm. but I mean, there was a guy that smashed the ball at her and I think it was an accident. I think he was just swinging and she had there, but uh, the reaction time, I probably would have ate that ball in the face, but she put it up somehow with her hand. So like stuff like that, just working with her and playing like that's, I like that. I, I've played with a lot of beginner players, a lot of new people. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a, a dad, actually I've had, two or three I think three different occasions I've had a dad ask me to play with their son or daughter who was like kind of just learning and from what I'm told because I ask about it why why ask me this and that is it just I go out there and I have fun and I'm not like yelling at the other people and and I know you've seen people where they go on and they're screaming at their partner and Mm -hmm. I think it's I don't know I think it's hilarious I could never play like that that's cool that Jess is getting into it I didn't know that you guys I think you may have mentioned mentioned something like that but yeah no and um we actually there's a tournament like i mentioned jasmine's tournament coming up which speaking of which i have to let her know that we wanted to play but <laughs> just wanted to play in that one uh we'll be playing on sunday like i said not this coming weekend but the following i believe you got to coach her up like brooke uh brooke coached you up man <laughs> exactly well i still need her to carry me that's my that's my secret nobody knows i just find better partners so they carry me to wins well, hopefully Chris, uh, Chris Ho doesn't listen to this and, and hear that you're playing double B again in South Carolina. He might have to come down there and uh, kick your ass. Well, he could come down, but after he sees that I'm like old and like slow now, he won't, he'll be like, okay, you're where you belong. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a weirdest place you've ever played grass volleyball? I, I have a good story, but curious if, if you have a weirdest, um, weirdest location played. Hmm. I don't know about the weirdest place I've played like grass, but I'm trying to think now because I played a lot anywhere we could set a net up. We did. I I did play. Yep. I mean, this was in college. It wasn't you know like 
anything. It was just pickup. But we did set up a net um, and stupidly, but they were like, there was something on the field, whether it be soccer or whatnot, we still wanted to play. And I remember setting it up so close to the sidewalk that almost every play, you, if you were diving for a ball, which I happen to do a lot, you were pretty <laughs> much rolling across the sidewalk. Oh, my. Um, I mean, I wasn't the smartest, but we, we wanted to play. So. Oh, yeah. But uh, what about you? What's your story? What's your weird place? Um, so, I, you know, some people will know Frick Park probably in, in uh, Pittsburgh. But, um, you know, you, you walk in off the street, and then you go down a big hill, then you go up a big hill. Well, I guess let me take a step back. You know, we normally play at Shenley Park, um, but little kid soccer generally takes over the whole field in like the springtime, like April, May time. So it's really hard for us to get field space. That's why I actually started renting field space at South Park um, in years past. But um, we just could not find a place to play one day. It was me and like, I can't even remember. It might've been my, my, my friend, Bob Weber, um, who's like one of our leadership team individuals for, for Pittsburgh grass volleyball. I think it may have been Bob. Then it was a friend named Peter too, who actually lives out in, in Seattle now. But we like, um, you know, we climb this big hill and there's somewhat of a, of a grassy grassy space but it's not exactly flat um but yeah that's that's my dumb story you know just just walking around trying to find a place to play on you know it was uneven it was up a giant hill it was just a really like awkward weird place to play but hey man when you uh when you love it as much as we do we uh you know you, you obviously try to find anywhere to, to play that makes sense oh absolutely right so um let's see man how do um, how do you want people, and you know, this this could be grass volleyball or you in general, but how do how do you want people to remember you, um, or like is there a like a word or phrase maybe that best describes you as a volleyball oh, a grass volleyball phrase. player or even as a person? Well, that's what I say. I don't know word or phrase. I would say more. For remembering me, I guess, if, if some, you know, like people in Pennsylvania or whatnot remember me, I mean, I would just say that <laughs> fun-loving, I don't know, the person that's nice guy, loves volleyball, I, I, think, I never wanted to be that, oh, he's the best, or oh, he's, the, you know, this or that. I, like, I, I mean, I truly go out there and I play to have fun, and that's kind of how I pick my partners a lot, too. Mm -hmm. uh, I pick my partner with somebody that I'm going to go and I'm going to have fun with, and you know, sure, it, it turns out nice, and when we win, that's great. But you know, it's it's just one of those things that I don't know. It, it's a game. It's a game that I want to go and have fun with, and that, I guess that'd be the way I'd want people to remember me. Just you know, nice guy, looked out for people, wanted to have fun, something like that. Well, people out east def definitely remember you, man. Like, think about how many people have come through Chris Ho's tournaments, and Chris still remembers, you know, a funny story about you. So. Yeah. No, I mean, and that, that makes me feel good. I, I, you bring it up, like Chris, like I said, I haven't talked to him in a while. Um, but, I mean, I definitely want to make some more trips up there. So maybe one of these times now I'll swing in, see if I, I can sneak into one of his tournaments and just not say anything. <laughs> Double B. Oh, I'll sign up for B. We'll see what he says. <laughs> Love it, man. Well, yeah, you've, you've seriously, you know, especially – well, specifically in Pittsburgh, you, you really have made a big impact with regard to grass volleyball, just 
kind of taking things full circle again because you know had brooke had you not attended ship and met brooke um you know started to get into volleyball and grass volleyball and then you know brought that home to um simmons park yeah right talking to me and had i not you know learned about it gone to the rumble and you know started pittsburgh grass volleyball and all that stuff um you you, I, you you know i feel like you really did start like a a chain you know a positive chain reaction yeah. of, well, of grass volleyball cool. happening so it's it's pretty cool yeah, man seriously awesome. and like i said i appreciate you saying it because that, that is awesome and that that does make me feel good i mean one of these days i said well we'll turn your tournament get you get you bigger than the rumble right oh yeah man for sure <laughs> No, I don't even want that. Like every time I talk to Ken, he's like, you don't, you don't want, you know, you don't want this size. You don't, you don't want that. So I, and I, you know, I know I, I don't, I just like, like at the the size of the field that we have, as soon as we max that out, we'll start doing multiple days, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And that's as big as I want to get, you know, I just, I just want there to be available grass, you know, doubles specifically, but grass volleyball in general, I just want it to be available. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Bird, right? Like said, you did it. I, I mean, like I said, I remember well, all of us talking about that. Like there was indoor and there was sand, like that. So that's how many people are you up to now? We had let's see, we had sixty-eight teams last year. Yeah. So I'm terrible at math. Well, I mean, if you're looking at sixty-eight teams, what one hundred and thirty-six something like that people? Yeah. One thirty-six plus, uh, you know, plus spectators, right? So maybe yeah. one hundred fifty, hundred fifty no, people. Funny. You're looking at, you know, <laughs> that's a big number from nothing. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, especially going back to what we said before, where like, you know, only everybody only plays sand. So even you know, just think about how hard it 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 was for you to get me to even you know try grass volleyball, and then you know multiply that by a lot of people so it's it's you know it's been five years since I started doing grass stuff here and it's like literally like just you know finally starting to to catch on so it it just takes time man it's not going to happen you know people always always use the term overnight success and it you know nothing is ever an overnight success right I don't know yeah I hear you man you know well I mean hey one of these times maybe uh you could talk to some of your teams they play there, see if you guys can organize something, uh, come down here and I can see if I can get a big group of people down here to do something for that and kind of just come up there and see your tournament. We should do like a Pittsburgh versus South Carolina specific grass volleyball event where it's, you know, down. where it's you folks versus, I guess you're on the South Carolina team now, hey? Oh, I mean, that's rough. I am, I'm from Pittsburgh, but I am living <laughs> here now. Yeah, we'll have to. That'll be a two D B determined kind of thing. Yeah, one day, man. We'll we'll get you back. We uh we miss you here in in the Berg. Oh yeah, no, I I do miss it. Uh, don't miss that snow and cold weather, but other than that, I miss it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Does does South Carolina get snow ever or no? Uh, barely. Like uh, we got a little bit over the winter, but it, I mean, if you get like a day or two, it's mostly flurries. But it, this whole entire town shuts down. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Don't, they don't have precautions or like this old trucks that we would have and all that. So, I mean, and I guess in that and the fact that nobody knows how to drive was on snow, everything. I mean, my first snow down here, I'm getting ready for work and about to drive to work and 
people are freaking out. Like, no, no, the entire, <laughs> this is closed and that's closed. So it, it, it's interesting down here, but it, it does snow sometimes. Just very, very seldom. It's funny how that works where, you know, it makes sense where places don't get snow a lot. They see a, a snowflake and everybody freaks out. You know, everything is closed. It's funny. It goes like, yeah, it goes the other way too. It's kind of funny, like <laughs> with hurricanes. Half the time a hurricane's about to hit the shore, right on the shore, everybody down here is like, oh, we're having a hurricane party. And then when I first mm -hmm. came down here, or I'm guessing people from Pennsylvania, if a hurricane was about to hit my house, I'm running. <laughs> oh, yeah. For but, sure, man. Yeah. Any, uh... Well, I guess it's I guess it's too early for that right now, right? Aren't there there aren't any any hurricanes no, in the area? There's some I think coming down in Florida. I saw something about like tropical storms, but we're kind of going into hurricane season now, so it should be coming up soon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Cool, man. Well, I don't want to keep you too long. Uh, like I said initially, I, I appreciate you doing this. I think you know I think you really do have a an interesting story to tell. We'll definitely have to have you. At um you know do another conversation at some point in the future um but yeah man you you seriously you you've, you started something in pittsburgh you know you, you kind of started a, a revolution right and i just kind of took the ball that you you know you passed me and have been running with it so you're uh you know you you do have a big impact on on the grass scene here in in pittsburgh and we appreciate that and and i miss you man when are you uh to call you out here you know, on a recording. When when are you uh, when are you moving home to Pittsburgh? Get some evidence. So if I don't come back, I'm in trouble. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, as far as visiting, um, I don't know. We are planning on it. It's just, I'll be honest. We were gonna. I think I told you we were gonna be up around Easter. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were gonna go surprise, and then this whole thing happened. So that kind of you know screwed that up. But um, we we plan trips, and a lot of times when I do plan them. It's, it's I plan them to surprise, like whether it be surprise my parents or something. We kind of just go up and tell them, oh, I can't make it, and and then just go up and give them a good surprise for my dad, and my mom, and all. But mm -hmm. um, I, honestly, we haven't talked about the next time we were planning to come up. But I'm definitely I I know we'll definitely try to make a trip up this well this year, uh, just because it has been too long. I mean, it's I don't mean come up, man. I mean move back. <laughs> well, move back. I I. I got to get approval from uh, Jess first for that. Oh, one. that makes sense. <laughs> she, uh, I mean, we, we talked about it. Uh, we talked about, you know, maybe if we have some kids, it'd be nicer to move closer to home and like to other people up there. Um, you, it's come up in conversation actually a lot. It's just right now with everything. And my dad actually said something really sweet to, like last, well, this is months ago when I was talking to him, but he's been like you trying to get me to move back as, as much as he can. And he came down here and hung out with, like, some of our friends down here, which, I mean, like, the mans we hang out with, like, Freddie and Courtney and, I mean, like, Keenan even sometimes, but Chance and stuff. Like, these are people we usually hang out with. And he met them, and my mom met them, obviously, too. And he, he kind of changed his plot. He was like, okay, listen, I understand. Like, you can't move back. You have a family down here now. And, like, that's mm – -hmm. they're all ball players, but they, they really are truly, like – with everything that me and Jess went through, they've been there every step of the way and helped out. And so it's kind of like that whole plan to move back has changed a little bit, not saying it won't happen, but it is definitely something that is put on the back burner for right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, I get that, man. But like I said, we'll get you down here and then maybe, maybe yes. we'll get you to move down here and then we won't have an issue. That's an idea. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Dig it, man. Um, hey, why, 
just a random question comes to mind. Why is there any specific reason? Like, can you pinpoint why you love grass volleyball or grass doubles? Can you put that into words at all? I mean, it, like I said, it started out like for me, for like I said, with pool, I'll bring that up real quick. When I started getting in the pool and I started playing, it turned into one night of just going with my friend because we were bored and shooting pool to turning into like I'm obsessed with pool and now I'm playing tournaments and making car payments playing pool. It was ridiculous. Um, so, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so, like, like were, you, were you even interested in, in volleyball or was it more yeah. like – you're hanging, out with, you're hanging out with Brooke, and Brooke's really into it, so I'll, I'll give it a shot or something. It was actually, like, I think, honestly, because it was, like, probably the first couple of weeks of school, I think it was uh, partially I wanted to go out, meet people. You know, I'm in college. I want to meet people. My, uh, my roommate at the time in the dorms, uh, was named Matt. And, or, well, actually, no. That was my second year. Sorry. Uh, either way, I, I think I met somebody in the dorm, and um, they wanted to go out and play. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. Like, it's something that we can do, something that's fun. So um, went out and like it was just I, I liked the people that were there. You know, we were talking, we were hanging out. Afterwards, went and grabbed some food, and we kind of formed a little group. And I, throughout the entire four years of college, that group we all remained friends. I mean, we have some, you know, good stories and bad stories, but um, but it was pretty cool. And mm-hmm. like I said, because I just became I'm not gonna lie, like I became obsessed with it. Like where I wanted to play and I wanted to learn as much as I could because it was fun and um yeah Brooke had a big part of it I mean with her playing that's what she did like she played all through high school she played through college she she even got a scholarship well I think she got a partial scholarship but um so you know hanging out with her was if we're hanging out together we're probably playing volleyball or at least hitting it around mm-hmm. um, and then it turned into meeting people every time I went to a tournament I met someone else and like you you know this yourself like I'm sure with Pittsburgh Pittsburgh volleyball right now you have like your own little family of volleyball players basically mm-hmm. and I, I think that was more it. it I mean it wasn't like some people get it oh I like hitting the ball I like you know whatever I just liked hanging out and playing talking to people as you know I'm a big talker you are really yeah huh? yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't, man. that I, makes I sense probably, huh sorry good no that's it just said that makes sense it's just yeah. like the camaraderie and meeting people and yeah obviously you like things that you're good at. So you were, you know, you picked up grass volleyball or grass volleyball quickly and became good at it. So it just yeah, all kind of fell into, into place. That's true. I mean, I, <laughs> I wasn't very good at all when I first started playing. So that's a wonder why I kept going. <laughs> well, is anybody that good? Like when you first started playing pool or when you first started playing or doing wrestling, were you? Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. You know, now you were always good though, right? Um, no, I don't. I don't think so. I've, I've never heard Ned's origin story kind of for volleyball, but I will say I've heard a oh, lot. Oh wow! People, I've heard a lot of people say this, and I I've been one of them. That you had some of the best natural talent in itself, and then just like I said, when you came to volleyball, just watching you play, it seemed effortless. So, you know, I should turn this interview over on you. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. <laughs> um, let's see. What was what was the question? <laughs> Why you got into volleyball? Oh, so yeah, that's my friend Danny K. Danny Killinger. Uh, some yeah. some point we're gonna get uh, get to have on, you know, do a conversation with. But yeah, man, um, I was a big basketball player, and Dan was a big Dan and Dan's brother uh, Mark were big volleyball players, 
and Dan was trying to get me to come out and then convinced me like, Hey, you know, you'll, you know, you'll be able to jump higher for, for basketball if you do volleyball. And that, you know, that kind of sold me. Also, we had this really mean basketball coach, but yeah, man, long, long story short, Dan, Dan introduced me to it. I, I think I first, um, I think my first comment was like, no, that's a girl's sport. You know, I don't, I don't want to play that. So it's funny that that was my, my first reaction, given how into volleyball I am now and running a business and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, it was, it was my man, Danny K. So yeah, Dan introduced me to volleyball and you introduced me, you know, you were the gateway for me into, into grass volleyball. So that's awesome. But I think that's all I got for you, man. I don't want to keep you too long here. I'm going to leave you with this. You ready for this? Um, So I reached out, as I said, I reached out to some, you know, random to other people, but relevant to, to you and I people and Ken Cass had had some comments for you too. Okay. So I leave you with this. Yeah. Ken's comment was, and I'll, I'll just say an exact quote here. And this kind of speaks to, too, like, you know, your comment that, you know, people might not remember you out east. I don't think that's true at all. But um, Kenny's comment was, tell him I need his ass back up at the Rumble helping out in 2021. (laughs) Uh, Well, the plan is I will be there and you better be, too. Okay. Yeah. I actually, it's funny um, because I, I need to shore up some things with the company and, and learn more about setting up. I actually was planning to, to go and set up this year until everything happened. So maybe we'll have to do a big, uh, big reunion next year, 2021. So I say, yeah, we'll definitely do it. I know my plan, cause it's now been two years that I haven't been in the rumble in a row, which is the biggest gap I've had. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm definitely planning to probably make it like a week thing. Me and Jess were talking Maybe cool. even going out to Pittsburgh for the first couple of days, just see some family. And then for like Tuesday through Sunday or Monday, going out to the Rumble. So, I mean, you're more than welcome to join us when we go over there early. Yeah, I think I will, man. So, um, Kenny, if you're listening out there, uh, yeah, it sounds like TJ is 100% committed to uh, helping out 2021. So I'm just, just going to call that out for you. Yeah, I say it's recorded. I can't back out now. <laughs> No, you can't. But um, like I said, man, I greatly appreciate you doing this. We've been best friends for years. I hope I hope this was fun. Um, yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Too. So uh, yeah, I'll have you on future conversations. I'm, I'm planning to at some point starting to do like surprise guests. So okay. Maybe, maybe you'll be a surprise guest for me on another, yeah, another conversation in the future. But definitely, definitely uh, awesome. Yeah. If you did want to, um, well, we can talk about this more later, but if you want to talk to anybody running big tournaments down here, definitely let me know. I'll get you their contact information. That sounds good, man. And yeah, Pittsburgh, uh, you know, Pittsburgh, thanks you for what you did for grass volleyball, man. Seriously. So I said, you're doing it. I just, like you said, I tossed the ball to you, but you're the one that ran with it. So I appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. Anyways, my man, I really appreciate it. Uh, you're my boy. Thanks again for doing this. And uh, yeah, we'll talk soon. I eat. Yeah, talk to you later, man. Bye. All right, man. Peace.